So far, we've talked about why it's important to start with why and how to give statements substance with meaningful stories. In this chapter, I wanna to talk to you about one thing that may be the hardest thing for you to do, to be vulnerable. My philosophy as a filmmaker is to make you more human. For entrepreneurs, vulnerability is one of the fastest and most effective ways to build a deeper connection with your audience. Let's look at how Stefan and Danielle brought vulnerability into their stories. On the surface, Stefan drives a fancy car, a Porsche, and wears expensive clothes. He lives in a $2 million house on a private golf course, travels wherever he wants, whenever he wants, and he has grossed over $700 million in revenue through his copywriting. For a newbie copywriter, their first thought is, I'm not like him. He did all this and never had any of the problems I have. There's no way I can do what he's done. But if we have Stefan share more vulnerable moments, this thought and skepticism goes away. Let's say you discover how Stefan was a lonely chubby kid who didn't fit in until he got into copywriting. That's gonna speak directly to a particular kind of viewer. What about if you learn that he drifted from one job to another for nearly a decade before stumbling into copywriting? That's gonna speak to someone else. Hearing how he didn't get his act together until his dad died, this is gonna hit home for yet another kind of viewer. Stefan is an introverted guy. He's kind of nerdy, he's a writer. His day-to-day -day work life isn't exactly fast-paced. But I knew all he needed was the opening scene with his daughter to grab viewers' attention and make them want to continue watching. That opening scene is a private moment in Stefan's family life, and it's a moment where things are not going as planned. Parent or not, it instantly shows that no matter how successful you are, life still has a way of keeping you humble. Here's what Stefan had to say about the process of talking me through some of his most vulnerable moments and how he realized it was important to share this side of himself. As I put myself out there more publicly, I'm talking about that to more people through my email list or on Zoom calls or whatever at live events. And so I just wanna keep make sure of myself that I keep being like even as authentic and vulnerable as I can be. And so even for me, it's more about making sure that I, that I don't try to like gloss over anything or, you know, I'd rather show, I'd rather show more of my flaws than less of them, I guess. And he'll ask questions. And again, he'll, he'll challenge you, which I like. Cause if I say some statement and I'm like, yeah, like that's going to be great. Like a soundbite. And he'll be like, eh, I'm not sure that's true. And then he'll like, you know, you're like, what? <laughs> and then he'll like basically tell you why. And then, and then get you to, uh, you know, elucidate more. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think he does do a good job of that. For Stefan, several people bought a $1,000 course after watching his first episode. As I mentioned earlier, he was able to sell over $2.5 million worth of memberships and renewals to his mastermind as a result of our work through road mapping. I was kind of surprised. A lot of people, were, even after the first episode, hit me up and were like, you know, this really helped me. I still wasn't sure if like you were legit or not, but after watching this video, I can tell you really care and you're like really an authentic person. So. It was an, it's created another dimension in which I can connect with people, you know, authentically. And so my whole hope is that that's just, besides helping people, well, A, I want to get, help people get out of the cave, but I don't know if that happens through this docu-series, but it at least brings people into my, my fold or my universe and enables me to then continue to connect with them and then over time to help them because they'll be more receptive. I want, it increases receptivity to my messages. Um, and so that's really the hope and goal. And I think, you know, so far so good with that. Don't miss what Stefan is saying here. By building the know, like, and trust factor, people are so trusting of you that they're willing to buy what you have to offer. Each of the entrepreneurs I've worked with have completely different platforms and businesses. But after going through road mapping and taking a deep look into their businesses, a deep look into their why, each of them have seen an ROI, 
a return on investment that has both recouped the cost of their project and most importantly, allowed them to take their mission to a new audience. Darnielle's vulnerability, just like everything else in her series, was next level. The very first scene in Darnielle's third episode tells the story of her birth, which doctors did not expect her to survive. Her mother didn't realize she was pregnant, and she was distraught when the doctor told her she was actually six months along. Worst of all, Darnielle's mother had been getting high on crack the entire time. The doctor explained if the baby survived, it would have severe disabilities. Darnielle was born a month premature, and despite the devastating prognosis, survived her infancy without a trace of the disabilities the doctor had warned about. Darnielle's early life did not get easier. Two minutes into her second film, we learned Darnielle's mom was arrested on drug charges during Darnielle's eighth birthday party. I mean, talk about vulnerable. It would be easy for Darnielle to focus on everything she's achieved as an adult and ignore her early childhood. Many people would decide those stories aren't important. After all, those experiences happened a lifetime ago. Here's Darnielle on why she chose to share these moments. For me, I was at a point in my, my life, my journey, my whatever, where I knew that the only thing that was missing was me being completely transparent and vulnerable to my journey. I think that the natural inclination of any leader or expert who's gotten to a certain place is to never talk about where they came from. <laughs> like we don't want to talk about that anymore. We only want to talk about the sunshine and rainbows, but it's the, you know, it's it's the dark and cloudy days that make people want to be with you so that they can get to the sunshine and rainbows. And so um, because of the way from his 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 process and his care for me and my my brand and my story from moment one is what gave the level of comfort. When you share your struggles and experiences, it creates common ground and your audience feels like they can trust you because you know what they're going through. Of course, you want to have boundaries. I'm not advocating for you to overshare. Identifying your boundaries and deciding what you're willing to put out into the world means that you get a sense of control over the process. But let me encourage you that if you have fears, you might be shocked by how positively people respond to your vulnerability. The, the vulnerability is in something that I don't yet have you know, my desire to be a mom. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard for me to be telling the story before I have it. It, mm -hmm. would, it would be easier to tell it after it's happened and to look back and say, oh, there was a period of time when things were tough and this wasn't happening or whatever. So to be in the story and to tell the story, it's still hard. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm embracing it because I made this substantial investment and I'm not gonna invest this money in myself and then not get everything I'm supposed to get. So like, whatever. I guess I'm not as worried about it as I would have thought, but I still, in full transparency, would rather to be holding my baby, telling the story than to be still wanting. Like, you know, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I look like a fool to have done my nursery. No. But at the same time, it would be so much better if cut to the shot where the baby is crying and moving <laughs> around in the crib, you know, that would be so much better. I know that it's not about me, right? I know that um, lives are going to be changed. People are going to restore their hope mm. and they're going to exercise their faith and think, think, or as I, I like to say, pray and play bigger because of what I'm going through right now. Here you go. You have to sign this before you can go up. I looked down at the paperwork the smiling receptionist handed me and I just could not believe what I was reading may result in death or severe injury. 
Risks include heart failure, respiratory collapse, or seizures. Should the aircraft experience technical failure, you release us from all liability. In the event your parachute does not deploy, you agree that by signing, you, your family, and or your estate will not pursue litigation. Wait, why did I want to do this again? My girlfriend booked two tickets for us to go skydiving for my 30th birthday. I had always wanted to do this, but now that it was actually happening, I started having second thoughts. A few minutes after signing my life away, I was dragging my body with every shred of common sense screaming at me towards the open cargo door of the tiny aircraft. Walking to the airplane, getting inside, being strapped to my instructor, the plane taking off into the air with the door wide open, all of it was a blur. All I remember is sitting on the edge of the plane, my instructor explaining to me how we were going to jump and what I needed to do, and then my skydive instructor tumbled forward out of the plane and being hooked onto him, I was dragged out too. The first part of the fall was sheer terror. We were falling fast. My brain was in total panic mode. When is this guy gonna pull the parachute? Wait, is the parachute not working? Am I about to die? A few seconds later, the parachute deployed perfectly. And as soon as I remembered I was strapped to a professional who had been doing this every day for years, I started to relax and actually enjoy myself. By the time we landed, I was ecstatic. Not only had I survived, but I had seen one of the most beautiful views of my entire life. I experienced the incredible rush of weightlessness, along with the satisfaction of doing something that required every ounce of courage I had in me. As you're going through this road mapping process, I ask you to have the courage to go through the discomfort. Have the courage to be open and vulnerable. Have the courage to stand in your truth. Have the courage to authentically tell your story. The one thing that you have that no one else can copy is your story. It is your story that will give others an opportunity to intimately experience you in a way they've never experienced you or anyone else before. It is your truth they will fall in love with. Your story creates the leverage, influence, and impact you're seeking to have in your business. I promise you, after you get done, you'll land safely on two feet, and you will have had one of the best experiences of your life.